0: Welcome back to the 411 on Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lovell, uh, back here once again to discuss uh, a certain hot topic in the world of professional wrestling, and uh, that was CM Punk's uh, first appearance on AEW Dynamite, but more importantly, perhaps, uh, what CM Punk said on Dynamite that uh, has a lot of people talking about. I know for most people, uh, the report was already out there of the expectation that uh, Daniel Bryan, of course, Bryan Danielson, would be soon signing with AEW, and I think uh, on last night's episode of Dynamite, that only furthered the possibility based on what CM Punk said during his promo, which was the fact that uh, Punk was out there and you know going through his promo and the crowds start chanting "yes," and Punk decides that uh, he wants to tell them, "Hey, that's someone else's shtick," uh, and be a little bit more patient, which we all know what that means. And I think it goes back to what we've talked about before with the fact that AEW has delivered on its biggest promise to date, which was CM Punk being at the United Center in Chicago for AEW Rampage without ever saying his name one time, and now. The teases continue as for the potential for Daniel Bryan uh, to also land in AW, and I'm probably going to continue to call him Daniel Bryan. Sometimes I'm calling Bryan Danielson. Um, It's probably going to be a mix until he actually debuts, which will certainly be under Bryan Danielson um, and not Daniel Bryan. But I think this is, again, another step towards another huge signing for AW, and, and I know... For a lot of people, this was something that's been rumored now for quite a while. I mean, this has probably been, um, you know, out there report at least uh, for, I'd say, at least a month now or so. Uh, That was uh, the initial report, I think, that came out about him uh, heading to AW. That was, you know, after all of the events uh, of what happened in April with uh, Brian losing that match to Roman Reigns. On SmackDown and what was hyped up as the you know title versus career match. And um, you know, a lot of people were not sure if he was ultimately going to re-sign with WWE or potentially test the waters of going to an AEW or elsewhere. And at least now I think the CM Punk reference on Wednesday night's dynamite just points you in that direction of understanding that without saying it, this is once again uh something where AEW is going to be able to get enough hype and enough excitement around Brian Danielson appearing in AEW that it's going to sell itself. And I think that's where, you know, when you look at how things are already unfolding in terms of the ticket sales for that, uh, the Grand Slam episode, of course, at the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City, which is coming up here uh, in several weeks the expectation is already built in based on the reports that that is where, um, you know, Brian is going to be at and that could potentially be the big debut. And, and, and it's no different than kind of what we said with the whole CM Punk thing where um, there is, there are so many ways you can set the expectation without actually having to come out and say it. And I think that is so important here because AW has now built up with what they did with the CM Punk thing to where they're going to be able to sort of let the marketing, let the um, you know, excitement and all of that do the work for them. Like it's not necessarily something that they're gonna have to come out and really pump up themselves um, to kind of save, you know, that big moment. And I think that's where now we're looking at the situation uh with Brian Danielson coming in. Um it's only going to, I think, continue to amp up from here. And and I think it opens up You know, the bigger question now of what does this mean in the long term now for AW, And really, you can also look at it in the short term. I mean, we saw without them marketing anything from CM Punk, like not saying his name a single time, that show, Rampage, brought in, you know, over 1.1 million viewers in a 10 p.m. Eastern time slot on a Friday night. Um, That was a huge return. And so they were able to draw in that much of an audience um you know to where there was certainly an audience out there for that and we don't know what the the numbers in terms of viewership or ratings going to be yet I'm I'm recording this on Thursday morning so we don't know exactly yet like what's that bump or what's the the difference from Rampage to Dynamite you know does that audience carry over um is there more of an audience perhaps for CM Punk's debut on Dynamite versus Rampage because it is in more of a traditional primetime time time slot. Uh, We'll see on that. But what we do know is if they continue to build in like the teases that they did with Punk, even though everyone was 99% sure that Punk was going to be at the United Center, um, and as we we talked about in previous episodes, for the ones that were not sure that was going to happen, the main reason is because unfortunately they had been conditioned over the years, I think, to believe that they were going to be swerved. And that was not the case. So now, when you have Punk referencing that on AEW television, I've seen a lot of people say, well, you think Tony Khan was very happy with that? I think they know exactly what they're doing at this point. And this is something where you're not going to, I don't think you're going to get upset at CM Punk for basically saying something, uh, telling people that it's someone else's shtick when you're obviously referencing Daniel Bryan's yes chance um, and saying that they need to be a little bit more patient which all but says he's coming but you just need to wait a couple weeks. <laughs> like that's essentially what that promo felt like uh, to me from CM Punk. Of course, um there was a lot more to it than that. But that is where now this was this seemed like a pipe dream, right? I think this is something where even when these reports were coming out, look, we we've been a lot of us have been wrestling fans for a long time. We've seen a lot of reports come out, a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors. And not all of it has turned out to be true. But because the biggest one, at least as of late, you know, in recent times, the biggest one of CM Punk making his return to pro wrestling, that turned out to be true. And so why now, with a couple other added references in now, and, you know, no denial from anyone that Brian Danielson is not on AEW's radar um, that, again, sort of tells you what you need to know. It's the wink without the actual, um, you know, delivery just yet. But the expectation is that you're going to get that. It's just a matter of when. Um, and I think that this is uh, this is part of a, a bigger thing. We talk about the short term and the long term for AEW. You know, this is, this is a huge, basically, month or so. If we map it out and say, okay, CM Punk debuts, on August 20th on AEW Rampage let's say you know Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson is a month from that point basically at the the Arthur Ashe Stadium show I mean that's a that's a month there to where everything for AEW can change significantly now we're not saying that all of a sudden AEW is going to go up to you know doing Smackdown numbers and doing 2.5 million or <laughs> anything like this right it's just that's not what The point is, but for AEW, if we just look at it from an AEW standpoint, like this can change a lot. It can change a lot in a very significant manner. Um, And look, we've talked about some of the things over the years too with AEW, you know, over the past couple of years now, where there have been points that have felt like sort of those turning point type moments for the company in terms of some of the things they've done, you know, whether it's certain acquisitions, um, those types of things but these are two that just feel so different in terms of um you know what they could mean and you know for the short term again and the long term now we know like John Moxley that was a huge one for AW. like you think about the pop the reaction what that led to um it was it was a significant addition and and there have been other significant additions you know you can go up and down the line with the with the people that they brought in but this is one where you're bringing back CM Punk from a seven, you know, seven-year layoff basically, and you then you're potentially bringing in a Brian Danielson who, you know, has been at the top level in WWE as well just like Punk. He's been the WWE champion. He's been one of the most popular stars that the company has had in, 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 you know, several years in terms of just the fan support and the fan reaction behind him. And, you know, that's just, of course, we think back to WrestleMania 30, everything that went into that, uh, the lead, the build, like all of it, everything that, that built up to that big moment. And then of course, even after that, I mean, he, he had matches, he won championships, um, and was just, has really always been one of those figures that, wrestling fans are gravitating towards like they just they love Brian Danielson and that is again where if you're able to bring him in now that is sort of the next big significant moment for AEW and you get two of those in a span of a month it's yes it's different than seeing punk because punk was gone for a long time you just saw you know Brian Danielson on WWE television what 4 months ago and and he's been a regular and you've seen him a lot but this this feels different, though, from, from that sense. It's like they're, one's highly anticipated for one reason. The other is highly anticipated for another reason. And I think for this one is you have, you know, again, an active sort of WWE star wanting to take their, you know, ball and go to AEW. Um, it is, you know, it's another significant one. And it gives you a, a chance to chip away a little bit in terms of growing your audience even more. And and I think that's where, you know, yes, there are a lot of current WWE fans that know who CM Punk is. Like, there's just, there's no doubt about it. And there were probably a lot of fans who maybe haven't watched wrestling in a while that still wanted to tune in to see, you know, what is this CM Punk experiment? Like, what's it going to look like? And And certainly we saw a lot of eyeballs do that. Like, there were a lot of people who tuned in to see exactly what that looks like. But there is going to be a curiosity in... If you're just a WWE fan and you're thinking, okay, maybe I haven't given AEW a chance. Maybe I just, you know, for whatever reason, it, maybe it's not even that I dislike AEW or anything like that. Which I don't know why. Again, we can. There, there's a whole another conversation in terms of uh, why everything has to be an, an us versus them thing uh, when it comes to WWE and AEW. But also, it's just like, okay, I love Daniel Bryan. I've enjoyed his work in WWE. If you're saying that as a fan you're immediately going to be intrigued by the possibility that, oh, this person's talking about, you know, he just showed up on AEW, and, you know, now maybe he's got this this big opportunity, this big match. He's there. Punk's there. Like, it's going to pique my interest and my curiosity, and I want to know what, you know, that's going to look like going forward. And, and if I've been a huge fan of his, I want to continue to follow his work. Well, this is where I have to follow it now is in AEW. Um, and so like that, that is where you start to, and, and I know that these three words in particular have been a real big buzzword recently based on the uh, Roman Reigns interview, you know, and, and all of this other stuff that, that everyone has certainly had had some fun with. Um, move the needle, right? Like that's the, that's what we talk about here. And uh, we're not talking about it in that sense uh, from that particular uh, quote, but in this sense for AW. When you bring in a CM Punk and you see from a viewership standpoint, you know, your AEW Rampage viewership goes up astronomically for Punk's return, one of the most anticipated returns we've seen in a long time in wrestling. And now, if you could build on that going into this potential Brian Danielson debut in in mid September, end of September in New York City, like there is a chance to where you're not just fluctuating from a, a viewership standpoint anymore. Maybe, you know, whereas we've seen. Over the past, you know, whatever it's been now, um, which I think, you know, you have to add the, the pandemic part of that into it as well, where, you know, viewership and wrestling, it's it's been an interesting dynamic, as we know, over the past um, year, year and a half, year and whatever it's been now. Um, it's It's been an interesting dynamic to see things go back up to where, you know, before there was a lot of fluctuation with, with where things were. And if you were at AEW, you know, hitting a million was really a huge monumental type thing, um, whereas, you know, you were kind of moving around in that range from whatever it was, whether that was, you know, 700,000s to the 900,000s or hitting that million mark. Now, now that we've seen them do 1.1 million for what is, you know, it's a one-time type event. It's not, you're not going to get that every single week. We understand that. Um, It is a, it is a historical type moment that you're not going to be able to produce that same type of energy and same type of feeling and anticipation every single week, but because you know that there was an interest there to at least get you know 1.1 million viewers. I think what was it during the quarter hour for for the punk segment? I think it was up to like 1.3. Um, so you know there's an audience there that that was interested in that and very fascinated by what this was going to look like. Now I think it's where if you're aw, can you take it from where hitting that 1 million mark is considered sort of. Um, you know, the high end to where maybe now that is the norm over this next month, where now that you've added CM Punk, you're likely going to add Brian Danielson. And oh, by the way, there's also the expectation, which, you know, has also been reported recently, that there is the assumption that Bray Wyatt could also be heading to AEW at some point. Um, You know, whether that happens or not, I think there's probably... More unknowns with that versus these other two, just because we've we've kind of seen the reports settle in now, and we've seen no denial, no uh, anything other than again the these sort of wink wink uh, scenario we had with Punk uh, on Dynamite, and now you know you're talking about adding Punk on August twentieth, you know Brian Danielson mid September, and can you now take that from where you're, you know your business is going from? Regularly hitting that that you know late or 800-900 type range on dynamite every single week to now you're drawing over a million. How do you you know, does that bump it up to 1.3 million, 1.5 million? That's where you start to see the growth, I think, with AW. And, and that's why I think we look at these as such sort of significant moments, and it's so fascinating that this is happening in the span of basically a month from each other, with Punk's debut and then uh, Danielson's likely debut. In AW, that's why I think it's so. You know, momentum is everything, and you've always heard that with you know promoters and and people who have done stuff in wrestling is just if you can kind of build off of that momentum, who knows where it can take you? Which, of course, we can go back to the the Attitude Era, and you think about just the momentum of everything. You know, with the birth of the the Stone Cold Steve Austin character, you you know you can look at the NWO, all the momentum, how much that can carry you in a very quick manner. Now, certainly, we're not saying. Then all of a sudden is gonna go up and have 7.1 million people watching Dynamite in a month from now. That's that's certainly not what we're saying. But um momentum can mean a lot. And I think that's where this for this to sort of fall in AEW's lap to have these big moments within a span of probably a month or so, um, you know, that's it's such a huge thing. And I think it can really be a huge opportunity now for this company moving forward because um, remember, it's not just that they're bringing in CM Punk and bringing in Brian Danielson. It's they're bringing those two in while also on those same shows that these two are going to be on. You know, you're featuring other talent that you're wanting to have a much bigger audience for. Like now, if you can build those numbers up to regularly hitting, you know, the viewership of of over a million to maybe 1.3 or 1.5 million, you know, within the next whatever three to six months. Uh, maybe that becomes your new norm. If you can do that, that only grows the audience for, you know, MJF, Jungle Boy, um, go up and down the line, all of these young talents, Ray Phoenix, um, everyone in there. Like this is only Ricky Starks. Like I could name off a ton of people that you could say, these people feel like the cornerstone of the future for AEW. Um, you know, this is only going to continue to grow their audience more too. And that's how you make stars is, You have to get more eyeballs on them, but this is where the value of in the right spots putting guys like this, like Punk, like Daniel Bryan, um, you know, like some of these other guys that do have such a high profile that they built up to this point. um, It can be huge, and I think that's why this is such a fun time in wrestling because you are now getting all of this really within the span, like we said, of a month or so. And by the way, not to... Not to take anything away either from the WWE aspect of this, because, you know, it, it does feel like, at least from the WWE, you come out of SummerSlam, I know, there were mixed opinions, and trust me, we've talked about them on the podcast. If you listen to the last couple episodes of the podcast, we spent a lot of time on the Becky Lynch return, such a huge return from a superstar standpoint, but did they handle it the right way? We'll find that out, I think, on SmackDown, uh, and see what the follow-up looks like. Uh, of course, if you listen to the previous episode of the podcast, you know I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, but We'll wait and see, just because it is a big star coming back, and there's a little momentum there, and you've got the Brock Lesnar thing, to where Lesnar comes back. Uh, He's a huge star, whether, you know, some people have gotten tired of Brock Lesnar or not over the years. He's still a big star, and now it's a different dynamic with him and Roman Reigns, Um, and so there's a lot of momentum there, too. So there's a lot of momentum from just a professional wrestling standpoint right now, and I always go back to what I've said on previous episodes of the podcast, where... You know, in one of his his uh, episodes of eighty three weeks, Eric Bischoff said, you know, he's he's more fascinated right now on the business side of wrestling than he's been in a long time because it is from a business standpoint, like this feels like a point where, you know, last year with the pandemic and everything, like it was it was something where it was so different from from rest for wrestling. Like it was, you know, you don't have live events, you don't have fans in the stands. It's, it's such a different feel, and you don't know, you know, is wrestling going to be able to recover from something like that, even once, you know, you're, you're out of the pandemic. Like, there were no guarantees that you were going to sort of see, I think, you know, all that viewership, all that type of stuff come back. But now, you know, since there has been the return of live fans over the past, whatever it's been, you know, month or two now, um, and you go into this with, with all of these sort of hot things going on, to where viewership is going up, um, you know. I said this too on on Twitter recently. You know, people watching wrestling is a good thing. Like, it's not something to argue over with ratings and all of this. Like, it's a good thing if people are watching wrestling because it's only going to help everyone else. Whether a lot more people are watching AEW, whether a lot more people are watching WWE, um, or anything like, it's only going to help everyone else. Like, it's going to bring more eyeballs to wrestling and to these certain programs and, like I just mentioned a second ago, to these certain talents who maybe don't get those eyeballs without, you know, a return of CM Punk or a a Brian Danielson to AEW or, you know, the return of a Brock Lesnar or Becky Lynch or, or all these different stars. Um, yes, those situations are different with the WWE versus the ones that we're getting with AEW because the ones that we're getting with AEW, it feels so new and real. Because, you know, 10 years ago or five years ago, or, you know, even shorter than that, probably, I guess, we would not have thought that we would be seeing CM Punk in AEW or we would be seeing Brian Danielson in AEW. Those thoughts probably did never occur because AEW didn't exist for one, and it was just always WWE, WWE, WWE. And now that there is an alternative, it is it is a fascinating time. And I think that is something to be excited about as a wrestling fan versus um, I think trying to, you know, make it that that us versus them sort of mentality, which I think that's a very small percentage anyways. Uh, just, you know, you could certainly log on Twitter and, and see that. But I think overall, in the grand scheme of things, like it is just it is exciting. And I think, you know, we sh- we should certainly enjoy that because um, these are moments, again, that you just don't get very often. You don't get the CM Punk return very often that's a you know that's a once in a whatever type thing like we're not seeing that type of scenario again in a long long time we're not seeing you know the suspense of a Brian Danielson now not only perhaps you know just going to um you know AEW but also you know is he wrestling in in New Japan is he in the G1 next year like there there's so many other possibilities that have now been opened up with all of this to where it's just fun and exciting. And and I think that's the biggest part is trust me, I I like everyone, can can find a reason to nitpick certain things and um you know get not be happy about certain booking and, and all this other stuff. But you think about it, like in the span of a month here, we're talking about CM Punk and AEW, probably Daniel Brian Danielson in AEW, you know, I mentioned even if you want to look at it from a WWE standpoint, we're talking about the return. Brock Lesnar in a completely different dynamic than we've seen him in years. You know, you do have the return of Becky Lynch. Like I said, I know that's still, for a lot of people, a little deflating with how it was done right off the bat. But there is, um, you know, going into the fall and winter, there feels like a really nice bit of momentum in wrestling. And that's where I think, you know, if you just look at it from the AEW standpoint, give AEW credit, give Tony Khan credit, give everyone there a lot of credit for building the buzz that they built off of this. And, you know, once again, giving the fans what they want is always going to be something that will, will help you win over people in the end is if you can deliver on the promises you make, even if you don't flat out state what those promises are, if you can deliver on what fans think that you're going to give them, that will be a lot of goodwill built up and will put you in a really good spot both in the short term and the long term. And I think that's exactly where AEW is right now um, as we get ready for All Out, which will be coming up, of course, uh, next weekend. And um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, we talked about Brian Danielson coming back. Uh, the final countdown is on. Uh, as I, I put in the, uh, the title like that, this is what it feels like. Like we built from one big moment on Rampage with Punk to now feeling like you're building towards another big moment. And oh, by the way, in between there, you've got a huge pay per view with All Out coming up uh, in Chicago here uh, very soon. So uh, it's uh, a, lot, a lot on the side of AEW right now, a lot of confidence in them. I think that they're going to be able to really uh, make this work. It's a huge roster, but I think they're juggling a lot right now. And how they continue to juggle that will probably uh, determine, you know, we talked about with viewership and, and all of that. Can they continue to bring in those fans? And can they keep those fans based off of these huge moments that they're building, uh, like they did with Punk and now the one they're building towards likely uh with Brian Danielson. So uh there were some thoughts on uh some things happening of course in AEW uh coming out of Dynamite with uh Punk's little wink there and then he did post his uh on his Instagram he posted the photo uh with uh, Brian Danielson as well uh from back in the day. So uh they are not holding back on any of this. Uh they are pointing you in the direction that uh you need to be pointed in and uh we know what that means when it comes to uh, aw uh, wanting to deliver big things so uh, that was some thoughts on that and um, again be sure to check out everything we got going on over at 411mania.com all of our news uh, columns reviews everything over there and uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast uh, search for 411 on wrestling on any podcast app you use uh, that way you get all these episodes so you has to go up of course we're doing more of these episodes now Shorter episodes uh, focused on some of these topics in particular, but uh, we've got a lot of exciting things in the works. So I would also point you towards our YouTube channel. uh, Search for 41 Mania there. And we've got a lot of things uh, in the works in terms of what we're going to have coming uh, to the YouTube channel, also. So check all that out there. And uh, as always, I will have the link uh, to the GoFundMe for Larry Zonka's family in the show notes. So be sure to continue to share and contribute to that if you can as well. But uh, everything else, 411Mania.com. And uh, thanks as always for listening to the podcast. And uh, I'll talk to you next time here on the 411 on wrestling podcast.